Hello and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Gronwald, a real estate agent, mother of three, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you will join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family. Because home is where it all begins. Hi everyone, it's Ashley Gronwald with Hunter Row Real Estate and I have my friend Mackenzie here joining me and we're going to talk about Pilates for busy moms. So you know, some of us are thinking about getting in shape maybe because of the new year coming around the corner or just being at home. This is something it seems, and Mackenzie will share more, that we could do at home, an activity that is definitely um, an exercise that is something we could do with our kids even, but in the comfort of our home, especially during the season that we're kind of stuck at home. So Mackenzie and I have been friends. Um, we've met through our neighborhood. We live nearby each other and have found some common interests, one of them being just health and wellness and exercise. And so I asked her if she would join me just to share her journey with Pilates now as an instructor and as a mom. And so thank you for joining me today, Mackenzie. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. Do you want to tell us any more about you? Um, yeah. So like you say, Ashley, I live down the street from you and we've been out here for about four years and love being in nature. We're big outdoors and exercise people and we love to get outside. So we try and do that as much as possible. And as you know, our neighborhood allows us to do that. And I have two little boys, a almost four-year-old and then a five-month-old. And they keep me really busy, but I do try to get in Pilates and at least some version of exercise here and there, if I can, when I can. Awesome. <laughs> yes, exactly. We we see each other out walking our, our strollers and I see her at the tennis court, so it's awesome. Well, just to jump in, maybe for people that are listening that are interested in Pilates but aren't really sure what it is. Can you just give us the basics of what is Pilates? Because I think it gets lumped into yoga a lot. Yeah. So how is it different and what is it specifically? Yeah, it's interesting that yoga and Pilates are grouped together very often because they're really different exercises and I explore both. So I can tell you, you know, from a Pilates perspective, um, what it is, and then I can kind of tell you the difference between it and yoga. Cause I think that that's a important distinction to make for someone mm -hmm. looking to add Pilates or yoga as a complement to their exercise program that maybe they already have, or if they're just starting um, an exercise in general. So Pilates was started back in the early 1900s by Joseph Pilates, and it was called Contrology, which um, is spelled Controlology. So then it was named Pilates later after, after him, but he started it as Contrology, and it's really a great term, and I kind of wish we still called it that because it really explains where he came from in his heart, which is about being in complete control of your body during exercise, especially, but also just throughout your daily life, like just regularly walking down the street or running groceries or whatever you're doing, walking around, um, how important that is to be mindful and in control of your body. So it comes from a place of understanding 
your body and we mm -hmm. all are different. Every body is different and we all have imbalances and um, alignment issues and things like that. And this comes from a place of wanting to maybe change them or even just embrace them and understand how to live our life in the most flexible and agile and strong way that we can dealing with our own bodies. So Pilates is about your connection to your core, you know, your mind body connection and movement with that being in mind. So from that perspective, it's very similar to yoga because of the connection and wanting to stay really focused while you're in that place. But a lot of yoga is about being still and kind of embracing that stillness. And Pilates is more about movement. So over time, it has become kind of lumped together because I think it is appealing to people who like yoga. They also like Pilates. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that's why. And it's also great for dancers. It's all about elongation. And I know that yoga is a great complement to dance as well, just to keep your body really mobile and flexible. And so Pilates kind of reaches out to the same people. But other than that, I don't really see the connection. But yeah, that's the difference. And so you've talked about a couple of things, but the benefits of Pilates, flexibility, elongating your spine, helping dancers stay mobile and agile. What are some other benefits that you've seen? Yeah, I mean, you know, those are, it's not just for dancers to stay agile. I mean, we all, especially as we get older and especially as we're moms, um, I think, you know, we kind of start to put ourselves towards the end. And so I think for me, especially getting tight and feeling like tension in your muscles, things like that, Pilates provides a, a kind of outlet for that, whether it's because you've been working out and your muscles are tight and you just haven't really been focusing on that mobility component, or maybe you just haven't made time for yourself at all. And doing nothing can make you just as tight as um, like a great workout. So definitely mobility is one, core strength is one, and for sure spinal mobility especially is really important. Joseph Pilates always um, says you're only as young as your spine is flexible. Mm -hmm. And that's certainly true. You know, you walk around with a tight back, you're not going to be as able to, especially for kids, reach down and grab them or something like that. So um, especially as we get older, I think it's really important to pay attention to that mobility component. Definitely. And I was thinking, I feel like you and I are similar in the type A spectrum of like wanting to be active. I mean, I see you out there running and walking and playing tennis. I, If I had to guess between yoga and Pilates, if someone was like juggling, which one should I consider starting? I would think maybe Pilates would be a good start if you're like my personality and yours of like I want to exercise and be moving yeah and then maybe get into yoga because they see all the core benefit the breathing benefit that yoga can offer as well would you agree I would definitely agree I mean I think for the simple fact that you are moving in Pilates and I think that you you know you feel that burn a little bit more that we like mm -hmm. to feel and um I'm not going to say that it's better. It's certainly, they just have different benefits. And I think that um, for someone who does want to keep moving and kind of see like results really quickly and feel that muscle connection, you know, with reps and resistance and things like mm -hmm. that, then I think Pilates would be a better choice sure. in terms of beginning that type of thing. Sure. And then there are different types of Pilates. So 
explain some of those. I've had some experience with like a reformer, which I think you have in your home studio. So talk about the different types for someone who's thinking, I want to get into Pilates. Where do I start? What are the differences? Well, two kind of parts to that question. I'm sitting on my reformer right now, actually. Um, So yes, there is equipment Pilates and then there's mat Pilates. And certainly mat Pilates is more accessible and more affordable because there's no equipment purchase required, whether it's for the studio to buy it or, you know, for you to take it and buy it in your own home. But because of our like wonderful virtual age and especially how things have progressed during COVID, you know, you can do Pilates at home. So there's a lot of sources out there on YouTube and there's even um, apps and things like that that have great Pilates exercises with a lot of information and alignment information for you to be able to safely do it at home. That being said, if you're comfortable going to a studio, you know, ones that are open now, I highly recommend equipment Pilates um, with an instructor's eye on you in either a small group setting, which is typically like three to five reformers. And usually reformers are the most common piece of equipment that are used, especially for groups. There's also things like um, a Cadillac and a chair, which I have and would show you, but it's currently also my Christmas wrapping room. So um, (laughs) another time, but um, studios like a Pilates boutique studio will have all of that equipment. And, And I think that would be ideally in a perfect world where someone would start Pilates in a very safe way and then progress to mat. And that's actually how Joseph Pilates intended it. But, you know, accessibility and affordability, I'm sure, you know, they always come into play. So there's definitely some great mat classes out there. I know even, I think you teach at the Y, right? I think that they have a mat program that's really good that I know a couple of instructors I've met over the last decade plus um, have taught at the Y and they have a really good mat program. So that's one option for someone that's seeking like an actual physical place to go. That's what I was thinking too, just to get started, it might be a good idea just to start with like, a, if you are a member of a gym to check out their Pilates class. Yeah. See, start there, see how you like it. And then maybe if it becomes a passion, then look into those boutique style um, facilities or the one-on-one training like you do with your clients could be an awesome option as well. Right. And it, and it also depends on what you're looking for. Like you actually who are looking for, you know, a great workout and maybe like a little bit mobility component and that kind of thing, keeping your spine flexible and you have a great body awareness already. I think a mat class would be totally great. If yeah. you're maybe trying to rehab from an injury or you're just getting into exercise in general, mm-hmm. I would steer a little bit away from a mat class, just to be honest and look and seek out a studio just because of, even you'll see it in bar exercises, like in bar classes, if mm-hmm. the teacher's eye is not on you, there is definitely a risk of injury, especially with backs and things like that. When you're, when you're trying to learn how to engage your core properly. So yeah, if you can find a Pilates studio, that would be great. And I have a couple of recommendations for sure. Which ones would you recommend? Just share those while we're at it. Yeah. So Pulse Pilates is great. And it's just down the road uh, from us anyway, um, over off of like, like Peachtree area. Um, Pulse Pilates is awesome. And there's Evolve as well down at Cameron Village. I would choose those two in terms of a boutique Pilates studio. Awesome. And then where did your journey with Pilates come from? Like what got you into it? You were already active. So how did you add the Pilates piece and why and how is it 
overall benefited you? Yeah, I um I started about 13 years ago. Yeah, about 13 years ago, and just added it. A friend told me about it. Um, I started Smart Body Pilates out here in North Raleigh, and uh, she was like, you know, just try it as a compliment to what you're already doing and I I fell in love right away I I really loved the centering and the connection that it brought me and it was just a really like a click moment that I just as soon as I took it I fell in love and like I actually started it with a friend and I mean she took like two sessions and just wasn't for her you know so that's also something I mean everybody has to find what works for them fell in love with it that was 2007 decided to become a teacher And then I actually, I was in a car accident in 2012, a very severe car accident. And the doctors in the emergency room said, Pilates saved your life. Like your core saved your life because I had broken my neck and my back. And they were like, if you did not have this strong of a core, like we were not sure, you know? So that just reaffirmed what I was doing and that I was on on the right path and that it was so even more important for me to get back in the studio and then be able to share Pilates with other people. So that's another reason that I I really focused on becoming a teacher. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. I I believe in it. For sure. (laughs) I bet you do. Gosh, you're a walking (laughs) testimony of Pilates. And I think a lot of people, that's kind of a buzzword in the fitness industry is core. But essentially, I mean, that is, you know, everybody wants these ripped abs, but it's more than it's the strength of your your body, essentially, from the center and knowing how to control those muscles and focus in on them. Is that how you would describe core? Yeah, you know, I'm glad that you asked me that question because I've, I've been thinking about core. I think, to your point, it's such a buzzword and a lot of people really think, oh, that's that's a six pack for you. And um, and it's great. I mean, I, I'd love to get back to my six days after having our, our after two kids, but it's really about the core being like the trunk of a tree mm-hmm. and your whole trunk, you know, is so important to letting your limbs move in a safe way and just go about your daily activities in a safe way. So the core is really your entire you know, waist, like from your hips all the way up to the top of your head, essentially, but especially up to your shoulders. And um, strengthening that is really important. And that's that's kind of what we focus on from Pilates is, is that core out. Awesome. And I think we could we could focus more on that. Even though everyone's like, I want to do more crunches, it's more than just crunches. It's back strength and mobility, like you said, flexibility and, and then control there. And so when you think of busy moms, which you're one of them, what would you recommend for a busy mom who wants to start Pilates but doesn't really know where to start or how to incorporate that into their day? Incorporating it into the, your day is interesting, for sure. Especially during COVID, I think, because it's not so easy to just call a sitter. At least, you know, I'm, I'm not just calling a sitter or anything like that. I'm trying to be really mindful about who I let into my home and into our lives and who's taking care of our children. And I, I know most other moms out there are the, are the same way. So what I've been trying to do, again, is focus on the mobility. So if I can grab five minutes or 10 minutes, um, you know, or, oh my gosh, if I get 20 minutes, that's amazing. And coming from someone who does, tries to do Pilates every day, you know, at least 30 minutes to an hour, you know, that sounds like nothing, but it feels so great. So you'll find all over my house in hidden little spots or not so hidden some days, foam rollers and lacrosse balls and mobility straps and resistance bands and things like that. And uh, little Pilates balls and 
um, I really do believe in like, um, you know, Hilaria Baldwin says like the found workout moments and like, she'll grab a moment of, you know, 30 seconds or a minute where she just does a stretch and things like that. So I kind of have in the back of my mind, like 10 exercises that I try to get through every single day. And then maybe it's one at a time, you know, or maybe it's, I can do two or three at a time. And that's the kind of thing that I try to do to incorporate Pilates right now. And Again, I was saying the virtual thing, if you can jump onto someone's YouTube, I'll go ahead and plug someone that I really like, which is the blog Blogilates. Her name is Cassie, and I think she's awesome. And she has great workouts, like true workouts, too, that are just fantastic. But that's a great place to just jump on. And hers, you can do a circuit. Maybe you do it four times. Maybe you do it once, whatever. Maybe you do it. It takes you all day to get through it four times. Something like that is a, is a really great way to just keep moving every day. I love that. And then I guess, you know, as moms, like we're talking about, having these little stations within our house that we can do this activity. I mean, I think of our friend, Catherine, she tells me whenever she's waiting for something to be microwave, she does lunges or squats, which <laughs> is hilarious. And I love it. Um, but just having that mindset that it might not be an hour in a studio, it might be two minutes here and letting our kids join us. And it do, does, does your um, kids ever do this with you? I, I see Ellie and Parker trying to, follow my lead when I do exercises or stretches in the house. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can definitely see Ellie and Parker doing that. <laughs> they do. They do like to join me. I mean, you know, Hayes is only five months, but even right now he's like laughing at me and I'm, I'm always trying to like get down there, especially like back extension and work with him on that. And it's interesting, like how the baby transition is very similar to like postpartum rehab and all of those things. So we work together. And then Smith does, I have hilarious videos of him from when he was like, not even one year up on the Pilates equipment, you know, doing fun stuff like that. He loves to come in here and play. And we have a book that's called Yoga Whale, which is really cute. And uh, it's not Pilates, but it's yoga. And it's, it's a great little kids exercise book. So um, typically the resistance bands, he takes them and pretends that they're fire hoses. So those I have to do separately. Right. <laughs> we have that book too, and we love it. One question I have, just selfish curiosity, like your weight training, you increase your weight as you get stronger. How do you, as you get more fit within Pilates, so your core gets stronger, how do you increase resistance or for lack of a better word, what, what are you doing to get more difficult? Is it longer time of holding? Is it more repetition? What increases intensity? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's a few ways to do it. So we have different levels of spring, so different resistance of spring. And also you can add more springs. So that's one way you can always, so that's basically adding more weight. So Pilates, if you think about it, it's it's strength training without the joint impact. Like, so say or the, the pressure on your joint. So if you have a bar on your back and you go down for a deep squat, that's a lot of load on your knees to come back up. And when you're down there, well, Pilates, you can still do the same thing and add more weight but it's, it's a more of a progressive resistance. And when the load is the strongest, there is no load on your joints. So it's a very joint friendly thing. So one way to do it is to add more weight. Another way is just connecting to your body more and more like the exercises for me are harder now than when I started because I'm understanding how to really like push myself from within, which is just the best thing about Pilates is it only gets harder. <laughs> and then there's also more, there's exercises, there's, you know, beginner and intermediate and advanced exercises, certainly. So a lot of, a lot of that is just after a certain time, like Joseph Pilates would say, 
do not move on to the next exercise until you've mastered the one that you have right now and then continue to to remaster it you know every single day so the answer is there's you can add more strength a resistance with springs you can make it harder on yourself and then there's also more challenging exercises as you go that's awesome and then you kind of alluded to this it sounds like this is part of your daily routine are you doing cardio activity as well as pilates yeah for sure i try to get as much cardio as i can i love cardio but doesn't look the same as it did, you know, pre-COVID and, and before I had the baby. But yeah, I mean, especially for people looking for weight, weight loss, things like that. I mean, Pilates isn't going to be your weight loss. Like, it's just not. You're going to still have to keep in that walking at least. Um, walking is an excellent exercise. You know, if you can walk every day, I think that that's awesome. Um, but adding in cardio, like a run or a rower, I know you love a spin bike, you know, anything like that, heat workouts, whatever. Definitely, I do both. For sure. And you know, I love tennis. So that's awesome. And then what would you say the difference between a gym class and a boutique style? You alluded to a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I want to be careful in answering that question, because I don't want to take away from gyms that teach Pilates. And certainly there's some gyms that have really excellent and well trained Pilates instructors. However, there is a difference in people who are trained in Pilates, like over, you know, 500 hours is what I had to do versus like a quick weekend certification. So I would just say that be aware of who you're taking with. It's not so much the gym versus the boutique. I mean, every instructor is different and every studio has great instructors and, you know, okay instructors um, at gyms and at studios. So one thing I would just recommend if you're going to take it in a gym would be to ask the background of the instructor, just so you know what you're getting, like, just so you know, maybe if you do have to make modifications or things like that, or have an injury or something that you want to be mindful about, that person is well-trained in Pilates specifically to help you on your journey. Um, That's the only thing I would maybe ask is like what kind of certification they have. So what you do is in-home Pilates personal training type sessions. So if someone was interested in that, maybe because they were a little intimidated about going to a boutique or going to a box gym and going to a class, what does it look like to do personal like training within the Pilates realm, what would they expect and how would they seek that out with you or with someone else? What's that look like? Yeah. I mean, the great thing about going into either someone's home or just a private in the studio is that it's a custom, you know, routine for you every single day. I mean, every day someone that I'm training will come in and say, Hey, here's what's going on in my body today. Or, Hey, I haven't seen you in a week or in two days, you know, and now my knee is bothering me from whatever it was a run or something like that. So I, I go in and most instructors who teach privates go in with a general plan based on the person that we're training. If it's someone that we've been training a while or if it's a new person, you know, there's there's a few ideas we have kind of going in. But I never write it out completely until I talk to that person. And, and then we just adjust as we go. So I think if you are doing and, and privates are available to you, it's a great way to get started. If you are maybe a little bit uncomfortable going into a gym or or maybe you have some things in your body going on that you would like some special assistance with. Definitely, you can go in knowing, I think, that the Pilates instructor is going to hear your concerns and how you're feeling. And it's very easy to adjust and adapt, not only from session to session, 
but just even within that session, you know, maybe you're doing something that doesn't feel so great, or maybe you do something and they go, Oh, that reminds me, you know, my shoulders been really tight. So you go, okay, let's stop what we're doing right now. And let's mostly focus on upper body right now. We're going to do whatever flexibility mostly today. Or, I mean, one of my favorite clients, she always comes in and she's like, okay, today I'm super tight. Can we just stretch today? You know, or one, she's like, okay, I really need a great workout today. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Like whatever. The customer really sets the tone, I think for that day. So for me, that's what I love about privates. I love that too. That's awesome. So as we're wrapping up, if you have any recommendations of what you would say for all these busy moms getting into a new year, wanting to make new year's resolutions, to get started in the realm of Pilates, whether that's just going to a Pilates class at their gym or trying to schedule uh, a personal training type session with someone like you, what else could moms do to say, I'm going to start my Pilates journey today? Um, yeah, I think for today, uh, if you're looking to stay home, then I would for sure check out Blogilates. I think she's awesome. So she has some great ways to get started. If you are looking to maybe seek out a studio, then I would go to Pulse Pilates or Evolve and I would say, go ahead, do it. Like try and do a private. I think right now would be a great way to get started. If your gym is doing great with the protocols we have right now and they're offering a mat Pilates class and you feel like, you know, you're already a pretty fit person, you really have a great mind-body connection. Maybe you've taken a bunch of yoga or bar and you really know how to move your body and you're just looking to add Pilates as a component. I would say for sure, go to the Y, go to your gym and jump on the mat because um, I can't imagine for the most part, anyone starting Pilates today, especially moms, I think, and feeling like, mm, I didn't really get a lot of, out of that. Like I just, I think not only the workout, but because of the focus that allows you to draw with yourself, your mind to your body. I think moms really need that connection and just that break. So even though it's a workout, it's, it's a break, you know, and it, and it allows you to really focus on yourself because you have to in Pilates. So I think that if you feel comfortable, go to the gym, get on the mat, go seek out a studio, or if you want to stay home, just, just get on a YouTube and, and get after it because I think you'll really, really love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And how can people follow you or get in touch with you if they have more questions or wanted to do an in-home session or private session after COVID? Yeah, you know, actually, I was thinking about that um, when you asked me earlier. And I think the best way is just to shoot me an email um, at am, as in Mackenzie, K, Pilates at gmail.com. So it's amkpilates at gmail.com. And if you shoot me an email, I mean, I've certainly set up a lot of virtual videos for my clients throughout COVID and I'm not teaching in my home right now, but I'd be happy to work with someone remotely. Absolutely. So definitely shoot me an email if you're interested. Awesome. And I did put up that email up on the screen so people can email you if they're interested. But thank you again and um, I'll see everyone next week. Thanks, Ashley. All right. See you. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.